Welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And this is episode nine of Adam's Rib, where the topic and the title is What's Next? (laughs) There's Jessica with her little (laughs) music (laughs) intro. But anyway, I really feel like, well, we really feel like this is really going to be a really important topic because we've already talked about the power of prayer. We've talked about the importance of fasting. We've talked about redemption. Next week's episode is going to be really awesome. I'm not going to say what it is, but next week's episode (laughs) is going to be awesome as well. Yeah, it is. And so the fact that we're talking about what's next, it's literally maybe for that newfound person who have just who has just accepted Jesus Christ into their life and they're really asking themselves okay I'm fasting I'm praying now what what do I do next Jessica what what would you tell someone that is what's next for them well I mean it that's a it's a difficult question to answer because you want to make sure you're not giving a bunch of personal advice or personal opinions but you know if I really if someone asks me that question the first thing I tell them is being saved does not make you perfect Don't take on the responsibility of trying to be perfect. Leave that to God. Nobody else should be worrying about perfection but God. And then, you know, I would just say, you know, I would tell them it doesn't matter what sins you committed prior to being saved. You're going to commit some after being saved. But it's all about knowing who covers you and knowing who to turn to and, and just keeping yourself busy within the body of Christ. Um, you know, I first I definitely would say get connected to a ministry, mm-hmm. find a church that is about what you believe, you know, that that preaches Bible and and teaches the Bible. You know, I don't I personally don't I, my my ministry, my church that I'm connected to my pastor. He is very he he's a teacher. And that's what I really can appreciate about him. You know, I, I want to know, I want to learn, not just get a good word, but I want to learn about this word too. And so I would always suggest get connected to a ministry that really can grow and develop you as a baby in Christ so that you won't have to walk around confused and have a lot of questions like, mm-hmm. well, what does that mean? No, like yeah. get connected to a ministry that will teach you these things. Mm-hmm. That that's that's important because what's so nice about being saved and figuring out what's next is that you're not alone. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to feel alone. Even if you do feel alone, you know, if you live in a city where maybe you're just not comfortable with some of the churches you live in, that's unfortunate. I do pray, you know, that you do find a home church. Yeah. But you have to keep in mind, I feel like when people get saved and really accept Jesus Christ, that he is the person to lean on. You really need to get out of those worldly ways and leaning on those worldly things and again it's going to take time this is not an overnight fix this is not a you know fix it quick type of scheme scam whatever no this is life (laughs) it's life and it's difficult some of the greatest men and women in the bible have all fallen short david joseph everyone has fallen short at one point in time and you will too you you are definitely no different so i really feel like jessica you made a good point in getting connected with the church but kind of to piggyback off that if for whatever reason 
you are not able to get connected to a church, connect with God first and foremost. Absolutely. That prayer life needs to be strong. Mm -hmm. That prayer life needs to be heavy. Just like go back to that episode of the power of prayer. And that is really the first initial step in asking God, okay, God, what do you want me to do next? What have you called me to do next? What church do you see me in? What pastor do you see me connecting with? This is the question you need to be asking God because you might be at a church that is awesome, but God might not want you want you to be used at that church. He may yeah. want you to be used at another church. Yeah. So yes, find that church home, but lean on God first and foremost. Absolutely. I mean, you said it. Prayer is like so. It's it's key. It's like the required piece when it comes down to what's next. I mean, you have that faith now in God. You have that trust in God. But if you don't pray, it's not really, then you don't have that communication. So prayer is so essential because that's that's the communication piece. That's how you speak to God and God can speak back to you. Mm-hmm. That's how you receive the word from God. That's how you will know what church God wants to direct you to. or And that's how you'll know what ministries to get involved in once you get connected to a church. You know, I... I don't really, you know, I don't really support too many pew riders, but I mean, if that's just what, if you don't have the ability to get involved in ministry, I completely understand. So I don't think I'm judging because in previous churches, I just didn't have the ability or the time to really be involved in any ministries. But, you know, once at least and try to strive for it, make it a goal if you can, you know. Try to get involved doing something, mm-hmm. whether it, whether you passing out fans or you helping put together entire services, whatever it is that you're wherever your your gifts lie, you know, figure out those gifts. Prayer helps with that, too. Yeah. Figure out some of those spiritual gifts that you may have that you didn't even know you had. I think your sister once told us, uh, gave us a, a spiritual mm-hmm. gifts test. Yeah. I took that test and it was so amazing. And it showed me some things about myself that I didn't even realize gifts I didn't realize I had yeah. but you know those those type of things are essential like find find things to to read or or little quizzes I mean just to keep yourself busy just to really indulge yourself into this new body that you've mm-hmm. that you have committed to you know yeah. it just it should help you and it, it could be a new guide for you now just why don't you why don't you share what spiritual gifts are and why they're important can you maybe expand yeah. on that yeah well you know I Everybody has a gift, a talent or something. But when it comes down to the area of those spiritual gifts, those spiritual gifts are gifts that are divinely given to you from God. These are gifts that you will that will be needed to that you will have to operate in within that body of Christ to help elevate the kingdom, to help grow and develop the kingdom of God. Um, They're important because this is why God needs you. This Mm -hmm. is this part of your purpose. These gifts are. All tie in together with whatever purposes that God has for your life. We talked about purpose very first episode, you know, so that's these gifts are so essential because they will help you to learn what your purpose is in God and what you need to do with yourself and with your life. So, you know, those gifts are very it's very important that you figure those out. It's not something that happens overnight. You know, don't wake up. Don't think you're going to wake up one day and just, oh. I got the gift of discernment, but right. you really don't. Like, don't don't, like, don't you be didn't so even that gift, right? <laughs> don't go that far, you know. Don't 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 jump into it. Really take your time to learn. Take your time to pray on it. You know, receive something. Let God show you what what gifts He's giving you and blessed you with. I mean, because when I did my when I did the spiritual gifts test, it blew my mind. One of the gifts it said I had the gift of evangelism. 
No, I don't. <laughs> that, was, that was my initial reaction. I text oh, you. I text. I was at work. I text you, and I was like, "This thing said I had this." I know I do not. <laughs> she said, "No, I don't." But but, okay. but you see what I, Sarah was told when she told Jesus, "I ain't having no kids." Okay, <laughs> and then look, hundred some years old having right. babies. So that yeah, another thing. Don't tell God what you don't right. have. <laughs> show you another way (laughs) but you know the more i read about it i studied what this gift of evangelism really was and i do have it i mean because that's what i do i like to speak i like to motivate people through through my speech you know i and it all kind of ties into it i like to help i like to give to people through my words and so it really ties right into what the gift of evangelism really Mm was and i in my head I thought it meant mounting into a pulpit right. and being pre and pre being a preacher, yeah, going to Africa. Yeah, that's not <laughs> my that wasn't my gift. <laughs> but at the same time, that's the other thing. Study these gifts. Learn what these gifts are. Don't go based off of just what you think. Mm-hmm. Because as, as from my example, from my experience, I the whole time I thought evangelism was something completely different. Right, and so. Learn these gifts and find out what your gifts are. Take the time. Just let God reveal to you what, what gifts he's given you. Yeah. Since you were talking on it, I think it was just important since this is what's next to expand. Mm-hmm. On, okay. What is that? Where yeah. do I find it? Do I buy it? Is it free? Yeah. I don't know. So I'm really you don't have to that. buy it. Right. <laughs> and it's important to know that, you know, me and Jessica may have the same gifts just because, you know, it may be specific to you does not mean that someone else cannot hold and have that gift. He just may use it in yeah. you in a different way. Exactly than another person or for a season and things like that. But it's really important to know that when you are, you know, walking in this new faith and walking in your new spiritual walk to, and I'm really specifically speaking to women, to literally treat it as if you're actually in a new relationship because that's what it is. So, you know, when you're starting to date a new guy or even you've just got married, I cannot speak to marriage. I've never been married. I'm not in the process of getting married, so right. I won't speak to marriage specifically because I know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a new relationship, what's the first thing you do? Oh, yeah, we're boyfriend, girlfriend. Would you never hang out with that person? Right. Would you never talk to that person? Would you never go places with that person? Mm-hmm. Would you never make decisions with that person? Include them in your decisions. Mm-hmm. That's literally how you have to treat it. Well, you know, well, how do I get to know Jesus? When I mentioned prayer, that also comes through the Bible. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, whoever you're dating may not come with, you know, obviously something written. But let's right. be real. You're going to stalk his Facebook page, which Absolutely. is going to say a lot about him. That is a modern day instruction <laughs> manual. Stop. <laughs> you're going to stalk all of his social media pages, what have you. And I'm not comparing that to the Bible by any means, but you guys kind of understand my gist Absolutely. you're gonna talk to his friends and see mm-hmm. what he's about and things like that you're gonna do your homework it's the same with god you need to dive in to the bible this this is like the manual yeah. it, it truly is the manual and i know for me growing up it was just boring reading the bible was just boring to me yeah, especially the, the king james version oh, all these Lord. big words i'm like this doesn't even thou. apply to me yeah <laughs> and so fortunately my dad was really good about buying me specific Bibles that geared towards me in my life at that time. So yeah. I had a kid's one, a teenager one, a single woman one, a black single woman one. <laughs> I feel like I had a number of different versions, but throughout my life, I've been able to relate to all of those. Yeah. And I think that's really helpful. 
And if you do have questions about what Bible should I get, just ask your local bookstore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're going to know that information. Ask your pastor. Mm -hmm. Ask your friends who may already be saved. Google it. You know, comment on us on our Facebook page. We'll be more than happy to assist you. So it's really just a matter of maintaining that relationship. You maintain it through that prayer, through that fasting, through that communication. Mm -hmm. Um, And just all that good stuff, really. Yeah. I love how you said just, I mean, it's comparing it to that new relationship because that's so true. I mean, the same energy. Here's a good piece of advice. That same energy that you do put into that new relationship, that's the exact same energy that you want to put into this new relationship with God. Because this one, this relationship, this is a relationship that doesn't fail you. Mm-hmm. The mm, new boyfriend may that. fail you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, not may. He will he at will. one point in time. At some point, you're in right. Some capacity, at, yeah. at some point, he's going to fail you. So all that energy that you put into this new dude, I'm down with it. I support because when, I, when my boo comes, wherever he may be, I'm going to be all up in his business and he don't even know it, (laughs) but it will never, it will never be more than what the energy that I give to God, because when he does, when the boyfriend fails me, I still have God to turn to. I still have God to rely on. God will listen to me when I want to cry in case I don't want to call my friends about it. Mm -hmm. Like that, what you have to understand now about this new person that you've accepted into your life, you've accepted somebody that truly loves you unconditionally he wants you to come to him he wants you to put his problem your problems on him he's fine with that because it's a big he's a big guy he's a great guy he's very strong he can handle it mm-hmm. so be okay with that be be open to what what just be open to speaking to god and to be put all your energy into him yeah you know but i also want to tell you this don't overwhelm yourself don't get overwhelmed with this. You do not have to like, don't, don't listen to us right now and think, Oh my God, I got to go to the Christian right. bookstore and go find a thousand Bibles. <laughs> no, you do not <laughs> start with a Bible yeah. app. If you have to, they have some yeah. excellent Bible plans. Trust me. Everyone's walk is different. Exactly. Your walk. It's like every relationship is, is different. different. A relationship like that may work for Jessica may not work for me. Exactly. They're like fingerprints. Yeah. No one relationship is the same. No one walk is the same. My walk is certainly not like Lindsay's, but that's okay because at the end of the day, we both are striving to the same for the same thing. And that's just to please God. That's it. So that's why I say don't overwhelm yourself. Don't try to be like the next person because then you will get caught up just being a phony. And don't you don't want to be fake with God. Just want to yeah. be yourself. Mm-hmm. Be yourself with God. If when you pray, you don't have to be you don't have to sound so Oh, Heavenly Father, no. Mm-hmm. When I pray, I'm just like, hey, God, what's up? Like, just like we mentioned in the past. Exactly. And we talked about that. So, I mean, don't don't try to imitate anybody. Just be you. Just be yourself with God. I mean, this is something that you are supposed to enjoy. This is new. You just opened yourself up to a brand new opportunity for life to this be is a new so life. much better. It's yeah. Really a new life. It's a new life. So don't be scared. Don't overwhelm yourself. Just enjoy it. That's Mm -hmm. all. Just Mm -hmm. enjoy it. And just kind of and keeping that in mind as far as, you know, this is a new relationship. Sometimes what's next is unfortunately, but fortunately, you got to get rid of some old relationships. Oh, yes. You got to let go of some things. (laughs) Because when you're walking with the Lord, sometimes you can't take everybody with you. Amen. Because not everybody's going to be on the same page as you. Not Mm -hmm. everybody's walking your pace. And so let's say if you are in a relationship right now, and we're comparing it to a relationship, if you're with a man that cannot respect that you are now going to church a whole lot more, get involved in Bible studies, the spiritual gifts, and the ministries at your church, he's telling you, why are you 
you on there. You know, I know you want to save him, be his salvation. You cannot be his salvation. You can't. Don't be his salvation because you will fail him. (laughs) And he deserves better than that. He deserves better than you. And only God can give him that. So, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, you're going to have to separate yourself sometimes to really get your mind right. And whether that be separating yourself from family members, friends, or even your significant other, Pray for them. Mm-hmm. Be that light for them because they're going to see God through you. Yeah. And it's really you. And I think we as women tend to think, oh, I got this light. You know, I could change them. No, God can change them. And yeah. what's going to end up happening is you're going to conform and be more like them. It's not going to be the opposite way around. Yep. Sometimes it might be, but that's only for that person that's ready to be there. And they're looking for something new and they're looking for that new life. Absolutely. When you're around people who are not looking for that new life, you're going to be sucked into that because that's what the world does. It is a powerful force. Mm -hmm. And since you're kind of a newbie, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. hard. It's hard even when you've been safe for 20, 30 years. It's hard then. But when you're new at it, no. Temptation is going to be coming at you left and right. So you you really do just kind of have to separate yourself. And I'm not saying... To not be friends with these people. That's not what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. just be wise about it. You you, you know the old things you used to do. You know you can't do that no more. Yeah. So I mean, it says in the Bible, all <laughs> things are gone away and behold, all things are new. So you are now a new creation in God. You are somebody new. And there are going to be people who just quote unquote don't recognize you. They don't know this new you. And that's okay. That means that who, the person that God is making you now and creating you to be now, that just means they're not quite the, they don't, that you don't fit now with that old crew. Mm-hmm. And now it's funny when you mention people who've been saved for like even 20 or 30 years. Here's the, so my backstory, I was baptized at seven. Mm-hmm. I was seven years old when I got baptized, but even at seven, I had no idea what I was doing. Right. I was seven. My daddy was a preacher. This just made sense. Mm-hmm. You just don't get baptized. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but you know, I really did not commit myself to God until I was about 23. Mm-hmm. And it was at 23 where, I, I mean, that's where that struggle came in, where it was like, whoa, I really like doing this. But if I'm going to be committed to God, that means I have to do that. And I don't maybe so much like that, yeah. <laughs> but it's probably going to be more beneficial if I do that than I, if mm-hmm. I go with the friends over here that are clubbing all night. So, I mean, understand this. Just because we are saying that this is going to be, it's enjoy, enjoy this new life, but understand that it's going to, you're going to run into moments where it's just going to be hard. Exactly. You're going to have those difficult times where it's going to be like, oh my God, I really don't want to just stay home. (laughs) I want to go turn up with my friends, but that may not be the case. You might just, sometimes you just can't Mm -hmm. do it. There are going to be days where you're just going to have to deny your flesh and you're going to have to just trust God and what he wants to do for you. And that is a very, very difficult thing. Trust me. I mean, we're all, we're young adults and as young adults, we are surrounded by temptation every day, every day. We're tempted to want to, sleep with the boot thing because oh he is so fine <laughs> then <laughs> or then we're in t- we're tempted to go party with our friends because oh my god they're looking like they look like they're having so much yeah. fun and i'm sitting at home like the tempta- temptation is real but at the same time you have to trust god because god now is providing and he's building you up now to do something bigger and better than what the temptation is you're getting ready to do some things now with your life that is better than going to the club. That's beyond, yeah. You're getting ready to do some things to change the world. Going to the club is not going to change it. Right. <laughs> That's only going to make you sleepy. You need to be. You need all that energy to get ready to blow mm-hmm. people's minds. So 
you know, fight those urges, fight those temptations, pray through those things. That goes right back to the prayer thing. As you can notice, there's a trend here. Prayer is the basis to all of this. Yeah. It's the basis to every single bit of every decision you're going to make. Prayer and we're not saying involved. to be a recluse. Like. <laughs> no, no. I mean, not, don't go get boring on money. Like, don't do that. Because just go for like, I'm just going to sit at home. I mean, no. I have a fine time in my Christian walk. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had fun. I've had fun. So we're not saying, you know, be a recluse and just completely turn your whole world upside down. You well, know, no, don't I'm not, do that. No, none of, none of that. But... I just mean don't go to the club that much. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand that. But we're just saying, like, do you know use wisdom you know jesus hung out with all types of sinners prostitutes you know all that so we're just simply saying use wisdom you know what you can handle you know where you can be a light at and just use wisdom with it this mm-hmm. road is not going to be easy but with god by your side it's going to be tolerable you're going to get through it it'll mm-hmm. be okay because mm-hmm. you're going to be faced with trials you know the devil's going to come at you really hard now it's going to seem like life is getting hard because the devil is now going to attack you even harder Amen. he had no reason to attack you before because you had you had nothing that he wanted yeah, yes. <laughs> you have nothing that he wanted a robber speak. does not mug a house that's empty you better he's speak, gonna girl. rob a house that is full and full of life so it's going to get hard but that is when you know that you're in the right that's mm-hmm. when you know you're in god's light the strongest is when it gets the hardest so keep pushing forward it gets fun. It gets better. It gets easier. Yeah. And trust me, that eternal life <laughs> oh, yeah. after that is what you're going to be striving That's for. That's what you want anyway. Right. With us and with Jesus. <laughs> yes. Yes. Girl, let's wrap this up before you have a shout. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. We're going to pray for you guys and hope that, you know, your walk is going to be fruitful and all that and faithful. So just keep striving. Yeah, guys. Keep it pushing. You'll we'll see be you fine. guys next week. Bye.